0: It's human nature. You do what you have to and not much more. But what happens when you suddenly have to do things, learn how to do things that you've never understood and never cared about? Well, in today's odd round of applause for Bob. He has leveled up. Well, we always have an odd one in the crowd, so it's kind of odd. Excitedly odd. Doesn't that strike you as a little bit
1: odd? No, that doesn't strike me as a little bit odd. It's the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. The stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, or shouldn't do on the regular show. Now, here's the Oddcast. Okay, uh, let me say first up that um, I don't want anybody who's listening to get real snarky and send me some sort of message that says, well, how could you be so far behind the times? Um, I, choose, I choose to be far behind the times. I mean, that's, that's just the way I am. And <clears throat> Brad Pitt, from what I've read, has never even used a computer. All right? So I mean, that's, that's the only thing I can top Brad Pitt on, <coughs> period. So, so here's what happened. You know, we have to use computers doing this radio show, and, you know, you got to be there and, and so on. We get a terrible thunderstorm where I live, and it has knocked out power. And I I knew it went out at 4 a.m. because my sleep machine went off. And I went, oh, no, what's going on with this? So I, you know, laid in bed for a while, got up and started checking out the computers. And the computers are messed up. And now I am not going to go to my wife and say, the computers are messed up and I want you to go and fix it. And I'm not going to call Allie at 4 o'clock in the morning. So I came in and I went, "Uh, what's wrong with this one? And I worked at it and I worked at it and I fixed the computer that connects me to the radio show. And I went, oh, I did it without asking anybody. And then I went to the, uh, my little workhorse computer, which is my iPad, which I've had since, um, 1907 and it's still doing good. And for some reason, I I could get the internet because I, I figured out how to get internet back, but I could not get I could not get emails, and I thought oh, no, this is bad because I send myself emails to work with on the show, right? And I can't do it. So finally, Sherry and I get together on the air, and I said I can't figure out how to get the emails, and I've sent myself so much stuff that I've worked on. I'm very angry about this, and she said I'm not there. If I was there, I could fix it for you, and I said. Uh, and then I thought, can I get Allie? You know, it, I don't want to get Allie. And I hear I hear Mary in the other room getting ready to go to work. It's still 10 minutes away. And she's going to be in with patients on the other side of the house. And I went, she can probably. And Sherry even said, can you get Mary? And I, went, I guess. But, and I went, I am not going to go get Mary. And while Sherry was, was talking or cutting something with Max, I started playing with it and I started getting a little bit deeper into it and figuring out what, where I needed to go in settings. And, uh, yeah, did I change the password? Oh, that's right. Yesterday. I changed a password for some reason. So I got to the new, anyway, to make a long story short, all of a sudden I put in the new password and I hit a button and I watched it click and, and that arrow thing that says you're connected. And I went, I did it. You did it! I did it! I did it! And I know most of the people listening right now go, "Oh, this guy! How does she, <laughs> how how can she put up with this guy?" I'm sorry, it's just I I was spoiled in broadcasting for years, and and I work with Sherry, and she's brilliant with all this stuff, so I do become a little uh, dependent. But that was really good. And then when she finished working, you know, I went and said. Well, guess who just fixed his computer and didn't need any help? Which women like that sort of uh, engagement, I <laughs> I have found. And um I just felt, it's flirting. I felt really yeah. good. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's just it it's funny. You know, they they enjoy it. And I and I reflected and I went, you know, um, I'm glad I did this, but I'm really not all that interested in, you know learning a whole lot of new things. You know, I'm not really interested in learning to fly fish right now. I met a guy in a plane. The guy was a really nice guy. Doesn't live that far from me. And I could have said, Hey, Jim, we should get together some. And I just didn't because I got my kids, I got my grandkids, I got you guys, I've got enough friends. I just didn't want to, I didn't want to expand anymore. And I know that I- that's not good, but
0: you no, know, I appreciate that you're honest about it. There are people yeah. who don't want to learn anything new or do anything new and yeah. they kick up a big dust storm of denial. And here you are saying, <clears throat> I'm unavailable to learn new things or meet new people. And I love that honesty. Sit tight. We'll be right back. The thing that I love, I love that you're honest about, it. you just don't want to do anything new or anything that's hard or meet new people or go to new places or try new things. But when you had no choice, you figured it out. And you can't tell me that that wasn't an awesome boost for your confidence.
1: Yeah, it was. It actually was. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of bifurcated at this point in my life. On the one hand, if I hear the doorbell ring and I look over and, you know, it's someone I don't recognize, I'm just going to be honest. I just want to open it up and, and say, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> you know, which, i was i was reading and I, what is this I, are we, are you collecting for something or you know whatever you know but on the other Again, hand it's
0: honest it's yeah, honest
1: on the other hand um after you know my tremendous technological breakthrough i was actually toying with like learning a new language italian and i thought you know they say it's it's just so inspirational when you you know you've got a new language and Mary and I keep talking about visiting Italy you know one day wouldn't it'd be the coolest thing to be able to speak Italian even a little? But I don't know
0: what what stops you? I mean, you no, seriously, what? It, it, I think, it's going to be hard. If I failed, but what if stops I,
1: you? If I if I if I failed, if I failed, do I have? Are you? at this point in my life, do I have the concentration, uh, taking on, you know, it's, it's a fairly big deal learning a new language. I know these people who sell those programs say it's not, Oh yeah, get babble, get babble. You're going to be babbling in two weekends. Well, probably I'm not.
0: I think it's hard. I've, I have tried over and over again to learn Spanish. Yeah. It's, it's hard. It's hard for me and, and I'm wired for words. But yeah, you thing, are. Like, I'm
1: surprised. I am really surprised that you didn't pick that up right away.
0: Well, part of it is you really have to commit to it, and I have a million other things that I'm focused on, and I was I yeah. didn't give it. I didn't give yeah. it the kind of like hardcore attention it needed. But don't be afraid of failure. As I just was having this conversation with one of my daughters the other day, um, if there's one thing <clears throat> that you and I know, Bob Lacey. It's the sweet smell of failure. We know what it's like to Thanks fail. for
1: using my complete name when you said that too, <laughs> you know.
0: We know what it's like to fail, and we also yeah. know what it's like to succeed, but mostly we know what it's like to try. And yeah. I, I just don't I've never understood people that were so afraid of failing that they didn't ever try. But, I agree. Okay, what's the worst thing that happens when you fail? You're disappointed. You're sad. You're mad at yourself a little bit.
1: Why do you frustrated. think people are like that? Why do you, why do you think people, what's, what's the core reason that, I think that they, somebody they wouldn't use, try a new career or, you know, learn how to sing or whatever?
0: Because they can't separate their actions from their identity. Meaning you can fail at things and still be a wonderful, hardworking, successful human being. But if, you're, if your external achievements are the only way that you measure your internal value, then you can't fail because then the failure isn't of your choices. The failure is of yourself. You're a failed person, not a person with a failed attempt. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. And, and I think I've mentioned this on the show. I forgot who said it, but uh, somebody said, you don't learn from your successes. You learn from your failures. And uh, they're hard to, <laughs> to swallow at the time, but it probably is true. You know, when I look back, ju- just to use my radio career as an example, when I look back at where I had some growth, very often it was because I screwed up some way, yeah.
0: right? For me, like every, there are there losses that I wish I could have turned into Ws? You bet, Yeah. I I wish I had not lost the National Spelling Bee. I can't think of a single good thing in my life that is a result of my having lost the National Spelling Bee and been devastated as a child. Nothing, no wondrous thing came out of that loss, right? I wish I could turn that into a win. Um, You and I have lost some industry things that I feel like we should have won. And losing them hasn't done anything but piss me off. So there's like (laughs) – there are things where you lose and you fail and you're like, well, shit, that wasn't worth much.
1: No, you're right. But there's also um, moments where you're not really good at something and you screwed up. So now you really have to, I'll give you an example. So it's my first full-time job in radio at uh, Ahoy There, Matey. It's 1480 WSAR in Fall River, Massachusetts. And I'm the uh, midday disc jockey. And so I'm playing the songs and there's a little glass booth behind me where they do the news. And it was a period where they did the news once an hour. In some stations, every half hour, believe it or not. Boy, that had never happened today, would it? Yeah. Um, so um, I'm just learning how to run the board, and the program director is filling in for the newsman. So this is the guy that just hired me, and I'd never had anybody do the news on on when I had been on the air because I was on at night, and they moved me to middays. And so um, there's a switch to throw to bring to to key his mic, which I'd never used before. So, uh, I hit the, uh, the sounder thing and it's like, 1480 WSAR 2020 news. And here's Tom McMurray. And he starts talking into a mic, but it's not going over the air and he's talking and all of a sudden he realizes it and he's pointing at the switch I'm supposed to throw, but I, I can't figure that out. I'm throwing something else. And then and he's and he's pointing, and 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 the new sounder is going, do, 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 do. and it and all of a sudden I figured out which way it went, and I keyed it so his mic was hot, and he goes, "It's the one on the left, you idiot!" The, f-! and he's screaming that into the microphone. So if you're driving along in the car, <laughs> you heard you that? are hearing a crazed maniac screaming at the disc. Oh, I wish.
0: I wish I would have heard that.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, afterward, we had words. But I have to tell you, I, I learned how to open up that mic. Right? My, that was so, a mistake. That was a failure. But I learned.
0: Sometimes, um, sometimes you'll fail at something. And it could be at work. It could be at a sport. It could be a marriage. And you just feel like you derailed your life. I, I yeah. know people that carry failures like that. And other times you fail at something and you look back and realize that had you succeeded, your whole life would have been different and maybe not in a good way. So like, here's Mm -hmm. an example. Um, I, I had accepted a temporary TV job and then I got headhunted and I took a TV job as a writer producer and I liked it well enough, but I was hundreds of miles away from you know, my brother. And I don't know, I just, I didn't have any reason to stay at that TV job. So I began looking and I wanted to go back to school. So I began looking for another TV job and, um, and I found one and it was in a city a couple of hours away. And it was, it was such a cool job. And I felt like, like the job description had been written for me. And I knew that I had all the qualifications and I had a demo reel. I had everything, right? I applied for this job and not only did I not get this job, but I couldn't even get an interview for this job. And Mm I, and I was crushed. Like why? I mean, give me a shot at this job. I have everything you're looking for. And this job is everything I want. And for no good reason, I couldn't, I couldn't cross the threshold. And I talked to some people in the business that I knew and they were like, I don't get it. This is like the perfect job for you. And I was so disappointed and I felt like such a failure. I felt like a giant loser and Mm -hmm. like, is this what my adult life is going to be like? I'm just, I'm going to try for things and, and I'm not even going to be able to get an interview. Oh my God. Two weeks later, I met you. I wasn't supposed (laughs) to, I wasn't supposed (laughs) to be there. I wasn't yeah. supposed to even, I wasn't supposed to even lay my eyes on that because that wasn't where my life was supposed to go. And mm-hmm. I was determined because, you, and you know me, when I want something, I'm relentless. I'm like a damn tick. I will suck the blood out of it until you give me what I'm here for. Right. Mm-hmm. I was as relentless pursuing that opportunity as I had ever been pursuing anything. And I couldn't even crack the door. Mm hmm. Because I wasn't supposed to, and that taught me a really powerful lesson. And I can't tell you how many times in my life since that, when especially for us, because you say what you want about the Bob and Cherry Show, and many of y'all do believe me, I see it. But we we have never stopped hustling. We've never stopped swinging. We've never stopped like pushing ourselves harder and farther. Like we've never gotten complacent and, and we've won a lot and we've lost a lot and we've gotten some things and we've been denied some things. And every time, every time we hit a closed door, I think to myself, well, maybe this is like that job. Maybe you're just not supposed to have that because something else is meant instead.
1: Mm -hmm. So let me get this straight. There was something, a job you really, really wanted.
0: But then
1: I came along, and that's what you got. So I'm basically <laughs> sloppy seconds. Is that what you're saying?
0: No, you were my destiny. Is that
1: is that what I am basically? You're, you know, I mean, well.
0: nope. You were my destiny. Huh? Oh.
1: You
0: well. were my destiny, and and I got to tell you, if you if you think you're tripped out to be my destiny, I'd like you imagine how I feel about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know. I have pity and appreciation. I do. Yeah, right. What What was your life like? You're up. You're, you're up in heaven. Well, my destiny turned out to be Bob Lacey. Oh, geez, let her in. Get 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 her into the best part of heaven.
0: I forget which one of your which one of your daughters I was talking to years ago, and and she was like, "I'm just so I'm just so happy that you and you and Dad." You know, you went out on your own and you're making it happen and all. And I was like, yeah, your dad was my destiny. And there was a pause and I think it was landed. Oh, how she laughed. But, you know, in a, <laughs> in a trippy way, if you think about it, think about the things that you want so, so much that you didn't get. And then look at what you got instead. And not all the uh, time. Yeah. Not yeah. all the time. But right, sometimes right. you. that's where that expression Thank God for unanswered prayers comes from, right?
1: Let, let me say two things here uh, and they, they both refer to uh, relationships. One of the hardest things we're, we're talking about learning from mistakes. For me at least, one of the hardest things is when you when a relationship breaks up, you know your your tendency is to say, well, she was this way, she did that, she did this, it wasn't right, blah, blah, blah. It's very hard to take ownership of that. But most psychologists will say, you know, you had a a hand in there some way. It's very hard to go into the next relationship and all of a sudden you find yourself in a situation and you say, I'm not going to do this. Because that didn't work out well. That was the wrong move of the previous relationship. That was the wrong thing to say. That was the wrong choice to make. By 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 doing that, you're making it better for the new relationship, but you are also simultaneously saying, I was wrong. Yeah. And it's hard, hard as human beings. It's really hard to do that sometimes.
0: I think it's one of the hardest things. It's yeah. it, it yeah. because... We all want to be and, and you see this a lot in breakups, whether it's a breakup of a relationship or a breakup with a with a job, right? You want to be the injured party. Right. You want to be I hate to say the victim. The one who but was right. You want to be the one who was right who got wronged. Right. And and what a what a tragedy that this has befallen you. When the truth is, is that you did have a part to play. Now yeah. you may not have had the biggest part to play, right, but you definitely could learn from. Mine, mine from
1: was kind of mistakes. a walk-on. Mine was kind of a walk-on. That was my part to be honest with you in my opinion.
0: You know I don't yeah because I don't agree with like you'll hear some marriage counselors say um, you have to take 50 percent of the blame. No, he was no. he was cheating on me and he stole money we were saving for the future and bought a motorcycle. I'm not right. taking fifty percent of that, Doctor Smith. Sorry, yeah. no can yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. I so agree. I don't really, I don't really subscribe to that. But my God, if you have experienced a loss, whether it's in love or work or money or baseball or whatever, and you don't learn there anything from that, come on, there's always something well, to be learned.
1: You're, um, you're going to have troubles down the line, and you may, you may have some issues you need to address if you're never considered. And we all know of people, you know, public people who are never, never wrong. wrong and they're uh, well, a pain in the ass.
0: You, there so, are no. things, Bob, there are things that you lost unjustly um, and you didn't learn anything from it except disappointment. And then there are things that weren't supposed to be yours or mine yeah. or anybody's. Yeah. But the you really know, I important think- thing here. Is that you learned how to figure out your your email and your Wi-Fi? Yay!
1: Yeah, I I, I can think of um, a relationship or two that um, did not pan out. You know, there was no marriage involved or anything like that. Wonderful, wonderful people, fantastic people, but it it, it was a good thing it didn't work out. As much as uh, I was brought. Angst and sadness at the time because the long haul probably wouldn't work, and the uh, anyway, breakup then yeah. would have been worse. So you're yeah. right. I mean, you know, thank God for unanswered prayers. It's cliche, but <clears throat> it's the reason it sold a lot of copies. Who who did that? Garth Brooks.
0: I don't Wasn't
1: know that? who who sang I, that I, one. Max? I, th- I think I think what was song is that? Brooks. Thank God for um, unanswered thank, prayers. Thank God for it unanswered, unanswered like prayers. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, um, I got the thing fixed. I got the computer fixed. I got and my you new... Didn't uh have
0: to. Yeah. you didn't have to ask any of your bitches yeah. for help. Not no, me, I not didn't. Mary, not Allie, no. nobody. You did yeah. it all by yourself because yes, Bob is capable. It's Garth
1: Brooks. Garth Brooks. Yeah, I figured it was. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, thanks a lot for now, listening.
0: Longtime listeners of the regular radio show will know that... Mary keeps a a small list by her desk of the things she believes Bob will never learn. But she can go ahead and scratch fixing the Wi-Fi off of it. That's That's it for today's Oddcast. We do new Oddcast episodes every Monday. You can listen to Fun Size, which is created by Max. And it's about 10 minutes long, snack size, and perfect for sharing. We drop new episodes of that on Thursdays. And, of course, on Fridays, we release new episodes of True weird stuff our website is b-o-b-a-n-d-s-h-e-r-i.com and we so appreciate your listening we'll see you next time on the podcast hey thank you so much for listening to the bob and sherry podcast and the bob and sherry oddcast we would love if you would subscribe rate and review and share it with a friend on facebook twitter instagram wherever you go and thank you again for listening